heroes, and welcome to a new year of OneShot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and Game Master. Heroes, OneShot has always been about helping folks discover new games and growing the RPG community while helping it become more inclusive. I think OneShot is a great platform for helping designers and games get noticed. So this year, I want to try something more ambitious than our regular approach. In 2019, we're only going to feature games designed or co-designed by non-cis male designers or designers of color. For folks who are not as well-versed in gender vocabulary, cis means you identify as the gender you were assigned at birth. That leaves us with a pretty broad demographic of designers that we're working with. In our five-year history, we've definitely featured games by marginalized designers. But if you look at our archive, the vast majority of games we've featured are by folks who fall under the cis white male descriptor. I know a lot of the designers whose work we've featured. They're good people. People who I think share our vision for an inclusive community. This isn't an attempt to cut them out or imply that their work is unworthy. This is simply us continuing to stand by the values we've always had as a network. To truly have an inclusive community, marginalized folks need to see themselves in gaming spaces. They need to have role models they can look up to. They need to be able to connect their ideas with audiences. And they need to feel like the community is willing to nurture and support them. Now, OneShot can't do that alone, but we can be part of a larger conversation. I know that people listen to our shows, play games that we feature, and follow designers that we highlight. So guaranteeing space on our platform for marginalized voices will help build that community. This is ultimately a very small thing, but it's something that I want to do because I think it will help just a little bit. Right now, our definition of qualifying works are pretty broad, but I'll be refining them as we go. We're working with games that were designed or co-designed by marginalized folks. So you can have a cis male author as one of the lead designers on the project, but they can't be the only lead designer. And it doesn't count if the publishers of the game simply hired a qualifying freelancer to do work on the game. A marginalized designer needs to be a primary creative contributor in order for a game to qualify. We'll feature a mix of new and old games. I want folks to see foundational work by marginalized designers that helped shape the design conversation that we have today. I want people to discover already established marginalized designers working in the community. And, of course, I want folks to discover up-and-coming designers who you might not have heard of before. As far as what I mean when I say games designed by, we're starting off with an original system, but in our first quarter we'll also have a few Powered by the Apocalypse games. I think design work based on core systems definitely still fits our definition. Right now that definition doesn't include work like modules and settings for other larger systems. But I'm reserving the right to be flexible on that down the line if I come across a project I find really interesting. I want to emphasize that while I'm flexible about some things, I am committed to this idea, and I truly believe in it. We're doing this for the whole of 2019. I'm aware that might cause us to miss featuring some great games. I truly believe those games will be able to find opportunities to be featured elsewhere. If you disagree with the core idea of what we're doing, I'm frankly not interested in hearing about it. I've been thinking about this for a long time, and the decision is already made. I wanted to talk a little bit about Kagamatsu and introduce it the way we normally introduce games on this show, but it looks like I'm running out of time. I will point out, before we get to the episode, that we hired James Mendez Hodes, a game designer and professional sensitivity consultant who normally helps game publishers working on Asian settings, to consult us on the game we recorded of Kagamatsu. You can learn more about him as a consultant and designer, as well as the work he did on the Kagamatsu episodes of One Shot that you're about to hear on his episode of Backstory, 
which we've linked in the show notes. Heroes, I have lots of other cool announcements for you, but they're going to have to wait until the mid-roll. For now, let's get to the show. Hey heroes, let's meet our party for this week. Uh, first up, Alan Linick, welcome back. Hi, I'm back. Well, and All you're right. back and sounding confident yes. and at ease. I, I'm not sure what introductions are, are necessary. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> Great. Uh, I'm going to move us along. Uh, we also have Liz Anderson. So what did you mean? Like this is for Patreon backers or this, this is could for be for Patreon archive. backers. This is probably going to be a secret archive. Okay, here's my unless, secret. Unless, unless we tell a, a, just a banging story and uh, we all agree that it should go on the main feed. Oh. Here's my secret Twitter handle. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Number one kiss boy. Number one kiss boy. Follow me. Uh, hunky boy. Number 69. The number spelled out. Anyway. <laughs> uh, my name is Liz Anderson. It's a pleasure to be back here. Yeah, Liz, we're happy to have you. Yeah. Are you ready to fall in love? I never. <laughs> never done. Never been. Great. Never been ready. Great. Um... <laughs> Let's also introduce Darcy Ross. Darcy, this is your first time as a player, I think. Oh, except for Adventure. Yeah. Oh, the, well, yeah. Well, Adventure isn't one shot. It's on right. the one shot. I have never been a player. Uh, one one time with uh, Blades, Knights Black Agents. You're right. You're right. Never mind. But you, I was kind of a GM was... NPC, so but I came in that late. Anyway, I'm really excited to play because I've been running a lot of Invisible Sun, which is magical and full of love and heartbreak in its own ways. So, <clears throat> but I'm in it to win it today. And Especially because we spent a lot of time off mic egging you on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am riled Dunking up. Is the, is the and uh, <laughs> I'm going to uh, accidentally win this guy's heart with my with my furious commitment to saving our village today. Well, and and this guy whose heart we're trying to win is Alex Roberts. That's right. Hi. Alex, welcome. Thank you. Hello, everyone. It's me, Alex Roberts. Oh. <laughs> but today you From are going to be Kagamatsu. Yeah, that's right. I am going to run one of my favorite games, and I'm going to be a hunky Ronin for everyone. Nice. All right, Alex, in, in your hunkiest, most Ronin voice, could you uh, give us the premise of this game? Certainly I can, James. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving this Ronin hunk. You do not want to hear my Toshiro Mifune. <laughs> so this is a game about an isolated village uh, where there's kind of a seven samurai-ish thing happening. Um, there's a place that can't defend itself and then someone who could definitely defend it rolls up, but maybe he will and maybe he won't. It's the Sengoku period, so the Shogun's Wars keep pretty much every single able-bodied man in war dying quickly. So to have someone who rolls up with a sword is like a really, really big deal to this place. Um, the only people who are around are the women and the children and the elderly. And so when Kagamatsu arrives, the townswomen conspire to win his heart and steer them to steer him to saving their village. And the whole game is about whether or not they can do that. So the four of you are going to play the townswomen, and I'm going to play the wandering Ronin. And the four of us have agreed to really just let the games begin. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not a competitive game, and it usually tells a tragic story. But listeners, I just want you to know that they've all decided that 
They're on teams, which have now devolved into four separate teams. <laughs> and two that they're villages. going... To, there are two villages. They're going to have a it's happy ending. <laughs> We're getting that happy ending, and also we are going to destroy each other if we have to do it. <laughs> How does PvP work in this game? It's it just PvP is doesn't. hard because we're never on camera at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're not allowed to fight also. It's like one of the major it's conceits. Barriers. <laughs> what is PvP? Player, player versus player. player. Oh, Sorry. I thought it was a porn thing. <laughs> what? No. Elizabeth Elizabeth Anderson. No. That's a fair... That's a fair concern. The okay. weird thing is, is, as soon as you said it, I came up with four potential. Like, we don't need to acronyms. Do we enumerate? Do we secret no. archive? See, this is secret this archive. could be the secret archive. If, if I so if I win Kagematsu's heart, game. I'll reveal them at the end of this. So uh, this is a fun and silly game in which we're all having some giggles, but it can get serious, and it always gets romantic at some point. So I'm going to introduce our best friend in the world, who is named the X card. Yay. Because if a joke isn't funny, or if something gets a little too heated, or, you know, the other thing is this is set in Japan. So if someone gets a little bit insensitive about any of that stuff, or literally anything else comes up in play that you don't want to come up in play, this is like our backspace button. We just take it out and we move forward doing something else. Does that sound good to everybody? I, I would like, can we not limit it to jokes that are not funny? Because I, I know I'm just going to be making a lot of not funny jokes <laughs> just throughout the whole thing. Only jokes that are mean. Okay. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> is dunking No, mean. dunking is a separate thing. <laughs> good, okay. Good, dunking good, good. is nice. Yeah. You can't pull up an X card if you just got dunked on too hard. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll know. You will know. Look inside your heart. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the pity point will still be there. <laughs> so the first thing after that that we're going to do is create our village. Nice. So um, I know I specified the general period of Japanese history that this is, but you don't need to introduce really specific historical details or no too much about the period or anything like that. If you have questions, there's a nice little index in this in the rule book that we can turn to and I have a list of names for your characters, but just think about think about a quiet and in some way relatively isolated village and what might be the features of that village and we'll we'll draw them on this on this map. Does anyone have a general idea of Oh, I know something very specific that I would like to see okay. in here. I want to see hot springs. Ooh. I love hot springs. Sure. Why don't yes. you pick out a good place on our map for some hot springs? Okay. Don't take my pencil. Use yours. Oh. I, this is... you, you had it in your hand. Well, I was very confused. I'm sorry, James, that I did that to you. Ooh. What season should it be? A beautiful spring. Ooh, spring. Yeah? Beautiful baby. spring. Or a tragic fall turning... You know, yeah. everything's dying in this village. Like Beautiful spring sounds very nice. Summer. Darcival, we are going to win. We're going to win. Uncomfortably sticky. Yes, yeah, sticky, hot, humid Yeah, summer. long, hot summer. That's pretty good. Like like how detailed my hot spring was. It's yeah. kind of a blob. It looks I'm like going to write hot spring on. Oh, that makes it. Yeah, now I see it. Dunk <laughs> 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 number one. <laughs> Yeah, uh, folks at home, be sure to have that dunk counter up because <laughs> it's going to come up a lot. 
Um, so there we go. James has put a hot spring on. And I mean, when I think hot springs, I think like winter. So it seems like all of us want all of different seasons. So how like will winter. we decide? Winter's good. There's a lot of like hot oh, and then cold. Uh, but but spring doesn't have to be warm. Uh, As you know, we y'all, are experiencing it's right, now right now in yeah, Chicago. <gasps> the beginning of a chilly spring. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. it's just, th- things are just starting to bud. Yeah. The sun has oh. come out. But like there's the still the threat for that late that late snowfall. That late chill mm-hmm. could come back at any moment. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. that. Okay, good. So it's it's just the very beginnings of spring. We're just starting to see the thaw. Is this a village in the mountains? I think Is it would this have by to the... be if it's got a hot spring, right? I I, yeah. I don't know how geology works. <laughs> it has to be like at the foot of a like a, a volcano, mountain, like a volcanic mountain. Oh boy! Okay, cool. So we have a mountainous village. Yeah. Um, what are some of the things that the people in this village do? Are they like fishermen, craftsmen? The, there would be in any village. It would be like mostly peasants farming. I think it would be kind of a tourist area. Like they're like. People go to the hot springs for their health or sure. something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, there's a rumor like a, about like these a hot pilgrimage springs. Situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we should have a shrine. Somebody get a shrine on this bad boy. Yeah, who wants to? Yes, Liz, yeah. make our shrine. Make my shrine, please. Mm, take my shrine. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that one really weird Don Rodney Dangerfield movie? <laughs> take, my <laughs> take my oh. shrine. Take my shrine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about a graveyard. Ooh. They work here and they die here. That it's makes this isolated sense. Village. A little isolated. Yeah, you take your time with that shrine. It's looking pretty good. By the ear and take it to the graveyard. <laughs> oh my god. That was a thing I said in jest oh, earlier. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I missed that. And it was all part of Darcy's twisted fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> and there's another oh, dunk like for you. Little stairs and stuff. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I considered it a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you did nice. something that was more than a blob. <laughs> Not a Only because she had to. Uh, yeah. So find our graveyard. Okay. So where's the mountain? Uh, sort of at, unclear by the hot springs. Yeah, so if, if you go towards the hot springs, then you can walk up a mountain path. We, we did sort of shift perspective a little bit uh, between the shrine and like the. the, it's, the I like it. Purely <laughs> representative. The you game know. artifact of a map. The, the shrine has fallen over, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is still a bird's eye view. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, think of it as like one of those maps of McDonald Land, like yeah, in terms like, of overall accuracy okay, to a yeah. geographical place. It's like for Disney World, like the Magic Kingdom. Castle. Uh, I don't know. We're gonna have our work cut out for us trying to convince Kagematsu to defend this. Welcome to Wisconsin Dells. <laughs> <laughs> You're joking, but it does look like an, an like an amusement park. It's a little map. like stone markers, right? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what tombstones all look like, so I'm putting in a traditional one from the U.S. just in case. Just across. Sure. Just a little. Just go Very with blobs weird. and, and then be like, "Haha, I can't draw." Yep. Ooh, I like that there's a little spooky forest by the... Mm-hmm. By the yeah. That's really good. Spooky forest. Ooh, I think there should be like an old rickety watchtower. Ooh. A watchtower. Ooh, that makes us even spookier. Like <clears throat> down here, maybe overlooking the... Yeah. Where we would uh, look if the, in, in chance of an invasion or something. Sort sure, of yeah. Defensive. In case there were bandits or something. Yeah. Everybody has to, or whatever's in but that is there spooky even, woods. Yeah, is there anyone oh. to man it these days? Probably not. Yeah, 
I drew a jellyfish for a tree, so <laughs> that happened. <laughs> so it makes it so spooky. So spooky. Well, I mean, we've already got the most romantic things you can have, a graveyard and a watchtower. So what more do you need? Uh, maybe a place for people to live. No. Yeah, you could put like some houses, I guess. Okay, but, uh, you know, people also kind of live where they work, right? So I think they've got to be like herding is probably our thing, right? Sure, yeah. we like, got some ox. Mountains where might not be growing things, but like. Goats Ooh. grow anywhere. I'm drawing the stable. Goats grow I'm anywhere. The Trademark goat growing stable. Yep. Uh, that's, you're going to find that on t-shirts soon, everyone. Goats grow anywhere. <laughs> the old goat. goat orchard. Or gorchard. This is a goat. <laughs> it's a pretty good goat. Thank you. Oh, you're getting a couple on there to imply herding. That, no, we know there's more than one goat. Yeah, like, does the town just have one town goat? You know, that would be sad. Oh, there's a little man. Oh, he's got a hat. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, and maybe we can say that there are some houses that are just kind of in here. I'd love for there to be, like, an inn. Yeah, I was hoping there'd be some craftsmen or some, like, a little pottery kiln or places sure, where people yeah. maybe built the stuff they would use to outfit the warriors as they got sent off. Yeah, yeah like definitely. Smithy. Yeah, just for like basic. Sure. So if this is so isolated, we'd have to make what we needed for fittings and things. Yeah, I like that a so lot. So I'll put uh, P for pottery over here and S for smithy over here so we remember that those great exist. And because I've played too many RPGs, I just assume that there's an inn in every town, no matter yep. how small. Oh, yeah. There's really only two things in a town i think it's like a tavern with a back room <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's not exactly like a you know luxury hotel or anything it's just like but we did say this was a tourist area oh yeah so. let's slap a brewery in this tourist yeah. town well <laughs> thinking a sake distillery but it might be kind of that might be a lot to be in this <laughs> tiny village yeah this place is well so let's also imply that all of these things are like in disrepair and largely mm. abandoned right mm -hmm. so right. it's not like there's a lot of tourists stuff going on right now yeah exactly so at one what yeah at one time this was a place where people would go and and make pilgrimages to the shrine and chill out in the hot springs but now everything just is kind of a little neglected so are we this happy with our map and dells. yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's band-aids floating in the hot springs oh. <laughs> i think i'm happy with that village i think right? it's a good yeah. village great i'm uh, not happy with anything so I will leave this in the middle of our table. And this is just something we can turn to to give us ideas for scenes and also to give you some ideas as we're uh, working on your character sheets in a minute. But first, let's talk about Kagamatsu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, let me see. What kind of Kagamatsu do I want to be? I mm. mean, <laughs> I've been a lot of Kagamatsus. And there's fun in being like a really kind of young and in over his head dude who's kind of nervous and blushy. Mm. There's also, it's interesting to be a Kagamatsu who is like almost too old for a war. Mm. And that might be the reason why he's not currently engaged in something. But, you know, my default is to just fall back on like, not Kagamusha, but what's that? What's that one? Uh, Yojinbo. A Yojinbo era to Shira Mifune. How do we feel about that? He's got a lot of like, he's got the chops. You know, and the hairstyle that you can think of. He's like in his, in, in, like a hard living mid 30s and is kind of frowny all the time. Yeah, I want this Go Kagamatsu. Yep. Yes. yep. Okay. <laughs> We're here for it. Okay. I like a challenge. 
so grumpy. So I'm honky. so innocent. He's going to. <laughs> He's so grumpy that I'm going to warm his little heart. <laughs> so under description of Kagematsu, I'm just going to write grumpy. He's an unruly blade. I'm going to temper. Ooh, That's right. what's going to happen here. Oh, boy. Okay. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> There it is. Yeah. <laughs> so so grumpy and with just absolutely perfect facial structure. So handsome. Uh, so let's talk about some townswomen. Can we just keep talking about Kagematsu? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll be talking about Kagematsu. The Kage cast. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> keep in mind, as you're sort of filling out your character sheet, think about ideas for scenes as well as like things that could kind of make give your character a little bit of something because right now they're just two stats charm and innocence mm-hmm. and you know you can make them a lot more complex than that i certainly hope would anyone like the list of names from the book yes yes, yes. wow i'll see if one tickles me i see the rift forming between your your offshoot town <laughs> i just have zero ideas <laughs> there you go thank you names can be complex what they do in this particular game is use only first names mm-hmm. And I don't know if there's lots of stuff behind that choice that we could talk about, but I think it does make things simpler, which I think is the reason behind it. Um, if you have thoughts on that, uh, it, listeners, get at me. It'd be interesting to talk about. All right. Okay. I'll be Ayame. You son of a bitch. Did I take your name? No. I just want to put together a list of like hostility. What's your name? A jury. Jury? Looks like the jury's out. Cool. I'll be judge. Exactly why. Because I want to make jury jokes. (laughs) Well. And Darcy, I think we already know, is planning on being executioner. So. (laughs) Nari. That's it. I think I'm going to go with uh, Kahori. Nari. And sorry, what was your name again, Alan? Ayame. Ayame. Uh, Do we want to do name plates? Oh, that would be great. That would be helpful. (gasps) We pull out the fancy stuff. I just want two things. I want Kagamatsu to myself, mm-hmm. and I want it in record time. <laughs> Got places to be? <sighs> Damn it. You can have him when I'm done with him. <laughs> Once Darcy's uh. done with him, there'll be nothing left. So. Oh, so it's, it's only fair that she lets us take first crack. We are the biggest threat to this village, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Four of us are on this table. <laughs> A terrible plague of greed has overtaken the village. Kagematsu. We're thirsty. <laughs> Let's just say that he isn't the first Ronin to wander through this world. <laughs> oh, man. Like, to wander into our web. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. A web of thirst. A web of thirst. Oh, and we haven't gotten better at it. Okay. I think uh, it's a, spiders are just a huge theme in the town. Spiders. Oh, boy. Do we kind of have like a patron saint or something? Welcome to Spider Town. Hello, <laughs> spiders. Welcome to Spider Town. <laughs> I just drew the hiragana on the back to myself and already fucked it up, so <laughs> <laughs> laughing at my inability. I wrote the katakana, I think, on the side. Oh, that's cute. It's because I'm a child. <laughs> I'm, I'm nine years old in this game. Oh, oh no. 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 So let you me tell you. character choices. Let me tell you a story. I had a dude who I'd never gamed with before. Uh, announced to me that his character was 14 years old mm-hmm. and I let it ride and he ended up playing it 100% like he wanted like his character wanted a father figure cool. and it turns out that like she was like 
she didn't know whether her dad was alive or whatever. And so we actually had tons of like beautiful scenes. And I think she she was almost my most loved because we just wow. had these like lovely scenes and I could feel no pity for this child. Yeah. I just like really, really wanted to protect her. Nice. Yeah. So oh, like so I said, sweet. there's lots of different kinds of love. And I've had people play like, you know, um, people where it was more of like this mutual respect and a really strong friendship and that cool. kind of thing. So not always thirst but if you but you know do do what feels right you do you uh do we know what this favorites thing is or is that just a section where it's like think about your character uh no we can <laughs> think about dream about them you know no. it's my dream board no. use your imagination Alan just did to his although i think that was a good game design <laughs> dunk i also appreciate ayame number one <laughs> oh and i'm sorry your character is Heavy on innocence? Uh, she's almost entirely innocence. Six innocence, one charm. <laughs> oh my god. I am not. What does innocent. your card look like? Ayame oh, is innocent. Ayame. I got a flower. Yeah. To dot does my this eye. name not look like it's gonna kill you? <laughs> here's here's the thing. I already know that Darcy Aww. has made the proper choice, so I kind of feel like I gotta figure out a different strategy real quick. <laughs> Pro strats. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to be mean about the game design. I just no, no, no. I you're a referencing you're referencing a a trend in game yeah, design this, that this I appreciate design on. It's balls. <laughs> it's balls. It's I say balls. 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 <laughs> the way you linger on it. It's is... gonna be so good because the thing is not actually in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> balls. <laughs> you'll find it in the secret archive though They'll, you'll know <laughs> that's good uh, so when it comes to your favorites mm-hmm. uh, things that they recommend you have favorites of include like favorite people places and things mm-hmm. I recommend you have like at least two but if you can think of all three that's great that just gives you again something to include when we're talking about stuff and also you can write a sentence or two just describing uh, you know, your background, your family, your situation. So does she have any children? Um, is she a widow? Does she know if she's a widow? You know, you can talk about her age roughly. Um, you can talk about your occupation, what you do. Um, it's probably connected to what your family does, right? So maybe you're just part of a family of craftspeople who has always made bowls. And so mm-hmm. you're going to make bowls. Or you could be a peasant. You could be a farmer. Yeah. Uh, that ASMR is really doing it for people right We're now. doing it. Have you ever thought about being a bully <laughs> Now pick a favorite. Balls. I... <laughs> Whenever James is done, we can all just go around and do like little one or two sentence character introductions. Remember, it's good for you to be open about these things because then I can write them down and um, base scenes around them. Uh, who wants to go first? So Nari is about 32, hard living 32. It's the mountains, it gets cold. And she owns a restaurant, probably one of the only restaurants that's left here. It's the sort of thing where when everybody's done hurting for the day, you're almost too tired and spent to cook for yourself. And where else are you going to get alcohol? So you come down to the restaurant and hang out. Her favorite things are Hero, her dead brother, um, (laughs) who she visits frequently in that graveyard. Uh, she likes a well-tended fire and hanging out at that hot spring to relax because she only gets to do it once a week. That's lovely, James. Ayame, what's your deal? 
Uh, hi, I'm Ayame. I am a widow and a, an apothecary lady. Mm-hmm. So uh, people about town tend to call me Quiet Ayame. My favorite people in town are Yuki, who is a small girl in town that I've taken a liking to, and Kahori, who I don't know anything about out of game, but who Ayame really likes. Um, what a power play, you jerk. Oh my god, this is war. And uh, my other favorite things include hanging out on the watchtower to watch sunrises and sunsets, and so picking flowers in the woods. <laughs> god. So innocent. Yeah, that girl is a little useless. too innocent, if you ask me. <laughs> um, Hopefully Kagematsu will feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what this this grizzled boy is looking for. A grizzled grumpy boy. <laughs> Again, maybe not a needs, contest. <laughs> maybe he needs a little something soft in his life. <laughs> Alex, this is absolutely a contest and you know it. You know it. <laughs> That's what she's telling us to. It's because she really wants us to challenge ourselves. Well, she wants to win the game. Mm. Oh, the lava monster? <laughs> <laughs> that that is officially the threat. Is now. that the threat? <laughs> <laughs> That's the, threat the threat comes next. Great. Hey, heroes! I hope you're enjoying what has to be the most openly competitive game of Kagamatsu ever recorded. Here at One Shot, we really, really like emotional and dramatic games about samurai. To bring our book club backers his game, Reflections. You might remember Reflections from its appearance on One Shot. It's a great game, and I know our backers are going to love it. I wanted to point out that the book club is going to work a little differently this month. Jim didn't want to take money from us, because he's always too eager and nice to me and the One Shot community. We normally pay publishers for the games that we feature in our book club. And since Jim wouldn't take money from me, he offered instead to have us donate the money we wanted to pay him to Trans Lifeline, which I think is a great idea. So, rather than being totally free, this month's Reflections is coming to our book club backers at 99% off. Because actually charging for a book, even if it's a very small amount, will help third act publishing sales ranking. One Shot is going to donate to Trans Lifeline for every copy of Reflections sold this month. That includes the book club purchases and regular sales. So, if you're a book club patron and you want to get a copy of Reflections for 12 cents, you should go ahead and do that. If you're not a patron, but you still want to get a rad game and help an organization that provides crisis intervention and support for trans people, then buy a copy of Reflections from Drive-Thru RPG this month. The last bit of exciting news that I wanted to get to you before we get back to the episode is that OneShot is going to be launching a Kickstarter for Season 2 of our Invisible Sun actual play, A Woman with Hollow Eyes, this week. If all goes according to plan, it will go up on Tuesday, but it might go up a day or two later if I sort of started that process a little bit too late. Don't be mad at me, Darcy. Now, in case you missed our first season, A Woman with Hollow Eyes is our dramatic actual play stream using Monty Cook Games' Invisible Sun role-playing game. Last season, living gay disaster Calvin Weaver discovered that his life in what he thought was the real world is a lie, and that he is actually a wizard with immense and unpredictable power 
along with a long list of enemies and a husband who was somehow erased from his memories. He mostly handled this information by getting into trouble and making mistakes. This season, Darcy and I will return, welcoming Adira Slattery to our cast. We'll see if life in actuality has calmed down for Calvin or if he's made things somehow much worse. If you want to help us make this show or have an influence over the plot, watch the OneShot Twitter feed for our announcement of the Kickstarter launch. And if you want to catch up on last season, All of a Woman with Hollow Eyes is up on OneShot's YouTube page. Or you can listen along on the A Woman with Hollow Eyes podcast feed, where we've ported over old episodes into a new podcast format, including a lovely original soundtrack by our editor, Will Levendahl. Be sure to check out all the other great streaming content over at twitch.tv slash oneshotrpg. With all of that out of the way, let's get back to the show. Uh, Jury, why don't you tell me about yourself? Jury is a very strong woman, like a very big muscular woman. Uh, she's in her late 20s and just the most fun person. Uh, she used to run the hot springs with her husband. Her husband is now missing. She doesn't know where her husband is. So she's trying to keep up those appearances of being charming and cheerful. Uh, but like I said, she's kind of a uh, – she's never had to be anything – sweet or demure she's always been very braggadocious and that's what mm -hmm. her husband used to like so uh she kind of is a combination between like a golden retriever who's just like you're so happy to see him but uh just kind of like crashing through a a, mm -hmm. a china shop knocking things over on the way uh and her likes are lifting and sweet gains <laughs> sweet sea gains and she runs the hot springs like a water park now, is she thick with one C or two? Two C's, two for sure. C's? Oh, she loves okay. those sweet gains. I wonder if there's like a festival you take part in every year and you're, are you well known as the like, like the strongest strong. woman? Yes. <laughs> the, the strongest woman I, in town. Literally the first thing that I thought of when we were describing this village was that scene in um, uh, Mononoke where you just find the women in the forge and they're all buff as hell. Mm. Um, so <laughs> hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, definitely dude. Definitely can. I, I, I identify with jury. Oh, <laughs> Excellent. And let's go over to Kahori. Uh, Kahori is the eldest of the group. She's in her maybe early 40s. This is a rough town. She's Her family's worked in the um, sort of pottery. Uh, she's got sort of a big family around town. And so a lot of them work in the pottery area. And some people are blacksmiths. She's worked making ceramic plates and things, things that get used in uh, padding armor. So she's worked on little simple plates, but mm -hmm. mostly does bowls. But Back when they were producing a lot for the men to go off to war, she had made those plates. Um, her uh, husband died before the war. Um, her son is missing in the war. And she's got a big burn on her hand from uh, a long-ago accident in, in the kiln. Ooh. Ooh, good um, she likes going up to the mountaintop and getting a, a good view off in the distance. And she likes the sound of the streams below where the hot springs sort of run off. So she likes to be in these quiet areas um, since she has this big family and everyone's always, you know, pestering her and Ayami's over there trying <laughs> to look for mentorship and she doesn't have time for it. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so that's Kahori. Lovely. Uh, well, thank you all so much for introducing me to yourselves. Let's talk about the threat that is um, making itself known. 
what could be threatening this charming, quiet, abandoned little town? We could do absolutely anything. It could be the most mundane thing. It could be something totally supernatural. I did hear Lava Monster said multiple times by multiple people. It is Is near a hot spring. A serious request? We want the Lava Monster? Do we? I don't know. I you. I want the. You lava both monster. sound very excited about can, it. Can I ask that it is the rumor is that it is a lava monster, and all we know is that people have gone missing or something near the caves that lead down to the below the mountain, right? Like, do we have sure. to know it's an actual monster, or we just know something's stealing people? Is that a threat, or how does the threat? So work? it has to be something that can sort of like gradually make itself known, but that I that. Kagamatsu can personally like confront and get rid of. Mm-hmm. So a lava monster may actually be a better choice in some ways than like just the volcano erupting. Mm-hmm. Right. Though I would love to see the scene of Kagamatsu rolling up. And you have just, to like, fight the volcano, putting that out. Well, Putting he could, like, plugging it with a boulder or something. Well, <laughs> he could like calm the spirit of the volcano. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's so. romantic. <laughs> yeah, and if it like happens to turn now. into a monster. Yeah, well, okay, so let's just, maybe we can just say that it's related to the volcano. Some people are saying that it's this, you know, monstrous thing. Mm-hmm. And some people are like, no, I think it's just going to erupt because it's a volcano. Um, people have different perspectives on these phenomena. Science is difficult. <laughs> it lies. Uh, yeah. So, so we'll just say yeah. the the volcano has been acting up lately. Is that and satisfying people to people? people have been disappearing. I think we've established like a couple, like... I kind of feel like my dead brother was affected by whatever this threat is. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he tried to calm the spirit of the volcano. Cool. Didn't go so good. Yeah. He was very stupid. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Jumped into the volcano. Are we good? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Just wrote volcano question mark. <laughs> These are private notes. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I see what you mean about how badly I'm going to want to know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. think I can see, but don't, I can don't let me see because I, don't I can't know what to stop do. <laughs> I don't care to uh, peek. All I want to see is Kagamatsu. <laughs> <laughs> Someone is getting those pity points. Oh, no! <laughs> I'll take them. <laughs> I mean, any, any attention from Kagamatsu, out. I'll take <laughs> For leaning. <laughs> they pity do is still attention, baby. Literally nothing. But they're points. Kitching. <laughs> <laughs> You're here to win. You it's, get you win by getting points. It's gone. You could just keep a card over the points. Perfect. Now I can't see it. Darcy, can you see? No. Be honest. I can see a little bit now. It opened up. <laughs> Sorry. Darcy, I really appreciate that honesty. <laughs> but also it's honesty with the knowledge that you will cheat later. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like you can't maintain that. No. She she will see. <laughs> Let's start. Who wants to do the first scene? Is does anyone feel ready for that? You well, know what? I do. I okay. own a restaurant. I feel like it makes sense for some person wandering through town to enter it. So that makes sense. Great. <sighs> so. Uh, Here's where we are. It's it's mid-afternoon. And so it's just gotten to the point where it's kind of like nice and tolerably warm out. It's the kind of day where it's not really warm, but it's just been cold for so long that 
it just feels like this beautiful breath of fresh air. This is one of the first days that you've really like let the windows open, you know, uh, the shutters. Kagamatsu walks in and he doesn't really look at you or say anything. He he brushes aside the curtain and walks in and sits down at a table and then turns towards you and raises a hand with one finger. So I think my character was like preparing to say, like, because they noticed out of the corner of their eye that uh, someone walked in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, mostly it's just going to be people who live in this village. Oh, yeah. So somebody who has the audacity to come into the restaurant and, like, raise a hand at her is is a little bit. So she, like, turns up ready to not unleash fury, but, oh, like, give I'm, a look. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. we, we've, we've already donked up. Oh. You got to call which affection you're going oh, for. Oh, that's right. That's right. I am going to go for the kind word. Got to shoot for the stars. Oh, boy. Oh, wait, no, that's innocence. Damn it. Shit. Oh, well, too late. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can change it. It's fine. Uh, you know what? I will try for the compliment because, boy, but the escalation for that is get naked. So I really am not going <laughs> to well, do that. Well, I think you have to earn, again, the way that that works. So should I be starting with a smile or a stolen so, glance? So if you, if you get a compliment, mm-hmm. then you have access to, to nudity. New to the unlocked. New to the unlocked. Yeah. Great. Yes. Keep it unlocked. Okay. <laughs> um, so Carry yeah, I, I'm going to go for a compliment. Um, so she sort of like draws herself up, ready to lay into someone politely about uh, how how dare they be so rude, and then is surprised to see someone that is completely unfamiliar to her and someone who is dressed like a samurai, right? Mhm. So when you turn I mean when you turn around and and see him, he looks calm and he's just ordering at a restaurant, mm-hmm. but there's a a huge swath of like barely wiped away now long dried caked blood on his face and you can't tell at a glance what exactly is up with this dude or if there's something seriously wrong or what. But he has got the most stony, frowny impression or expression on his face. Um, I drop the wooden bowl that I was cleaning um, <laughs> and g- quickly gather it up. And I'm now p- perfect. That is ex- absolutely perfect now. for what happened. Um, okay. <laughs> because she's knocking things like she is unconsciously like knocking things around looking for the good ceramics that she has because like everybody gets wooden bowls but she does have some glazes Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. that she brings out for that that she almost never brings out anymore Mm because there are only like one or two sets left i don't know what would be the most common sort of alcoholic drink uh that you would serve but i think it's like Whatever, whatever that is. I mean, it's rice alcohol. So, I mean, sake implies something fancy to some people, but I think it would just be like, it's rice so, alcohol. So, yeah, whatever yes, rice wine whatever. that I've got. Yeah. She will put out the, the house rice wine down in front of him and uh, not making eye contact at all. Uh, she, she will bow and, uh, you know, welcome him to the restaurant. <laughs> That's lovely. He pours a drink and drinks it. And waits a long moment, and then he nods, as though he's nodding at the drink itself. You must be hungry. I need a place to clean up. Of course. She 
pauses for a minute because she's thinking of like, where can I bring this person? Because like, it sounded like he was looking for some privacy. Um, <laughs> but there is this room and like the back room kitchen area, which is <laughs> a horrible mess and certainly not fitting for and someone of any station whatsoever. So I'm going to go, okay, evens it is. Please yeah, follow me. And she will bring him back to the kitchen area and like start heating up some warm water. <laughs> Roll. Okay. So you are rolling three. Uh, sorry, I am rolling three. You are rolling your charm score. All right. Okay, I did roll a six. Okay. Which does not counted towards my total. Thirteen. He looks around the room as you're doing that. And he nods again. And he says, this place, it's nice. It feels like a home. Now, do you want to push your luck and go for another affection? You know what? I'm going to go for a stolen glance. Is, is this six gone? Yes. So that's that six gets wiped. It doesn't continue on to the next roll. But you have just... You've just taken had a point of fear taken off. Okay, that's right. Uh, but, but if you it's go not for the secure, yeah, exactly. So I won't so move could, anything. You right could get now. it back. All right. It's nothing. She says, like stammering it out, uh, clearly unfamiliar with how to talk to anyone with any sort of authority or station. Um, the water heats up, and she takes it again in a ceramic basin that she has. That's like beaten up, but it is clearly the nicest thing that she has. And then she looks around for the cleanest possible rag, uh, the nice rag <laughs> that's like tucked behind the others and, and puts that out as well. It, putting those in front of him, you know, again, she hold, holds her hands in front of herself, looking down a bit. She allows herself to look at him for the first time and, you know, still seeing that he is covered in like the signs of some real struggle, but also seeing that he's a little bit hard-worn for the road, right? So he's, you know, putting that rag into this warm water mm-hmm. or, I don't know, whatever kind of water you'd have around. And... I did heat up the water. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, so he's he's putting that and he's leaning his face uh, back a little bit and as he closes his eyes and kind of wipes his face down and just, just holds this warm cloth against his face for a while, clearly not having experienced a pleasant sensation in some time as he wipes his face and, and takes the cloth off of him and pulls it down. You can start to tell that this man just has such a noble facial structure. Yeah. He's got beautiful cheekbones. And if he, <laughs> the two of you, <laughs> you know, if he just had a, a shave and a nap, he would be really something. <laughs> so he does that, and he presses the cloth against his neck, and he sighs, and he looks over at you and says, something to eat would be good. Of course, uh, immediately. She goes to the stew that she has. The It's, it's, it's one of those perpetual stews, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. just keep adding things mm-hmm. to it. She takes some of that out and sets it in the ceramic bowl. D- did you want to take it here or? 
I, I actually, before you speak, mm-hmm. can you roll? Oh. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> so you're rolling with one less die. That's right. Deal. So, oh, sorry. Um, oh, so you can take that thing off the shadow tracker. Okay, so. Um, but w- you're going for a stolen glance? Stolen glance. So this time I'm rolling two, because a stolen glance requires two. Mm-hmm. And then you're rolling your charm. Charm, right. yep. 13 again. So as you're ladling the stew into the bowl, you've just sort of pushed one sleeve up to your elbows doing that. And as you're doing that, there's just something graceful about that motion that catches his eye. And you can see out of the corner of your eye that he's, without moving his body, turned his head towards you. And he looks at you. And by the time you've turned around, he goes back to wiping his face down with the cloth. Yeah, she is blushing furious. Like, she was blushing before, obviously, because she's talking to someone of a higher station. But now. <laughs> <laughs> Are you pushing your luck? I think I'm going to stay because okay. I don't have much else that I could go that's within my uh, my punching value here. It's totally fine. Class. It's totally fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, so... So we'll just we'll just quickly wrap up the scene. Mm-hmm. So you you pull that pour that bowl of stew for him. He says, "Just set it on the table over there next to my drink." And he goes back to very slowly washing his neck and face. She, I think, spends the rest of the time there trying to find tasks to do that will allow her not to have to look at him. <laughs> Um, but you know she can't help but like look up and be aware of every second and every movement that he is making in this place Mm -hmm. lovely Mm. what a nice scene juicy (laughs) so who wants to go next should we just go around the table yeah sure Ayame Uh Is (laughs) is there a particular affection that you want to go for uh yeah, I'm gonna call uh, a kind word. Oh, actually, do do I am I down two fear or? Yeah, so you get two fear removed. Have you thought of an affection that you might want to shoot for? I do. I, I mean, I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I um, I'm looking for a kind word from Kagamatsu. No, oh, that's sweet. Let's see. What are some things that are associated with Ayame? Oh, you're the apothecary. That's right. Um. <laughs> I think I'm going to, hmm, I mean, I don't have to chase y'all around. I can literally just sit my ass wherever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anything else to add? Mm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Let the record show. <laughs> I'm going to be in the middle of town filling up my, like, water thing at the well. That's what I'm doing. Great. What are you doing? I'm strolling back into town, turning to town with a basket over my shoulder. Um, it's full of roots that I've dug up. Uh, I've been looking for this like kind of onion-esque plant that I'm digging up and I plan on grinding into um, various like painkiller powders, topical painkillers. And I am just like kind of, I'm prone to flights of fancy. So I think I'm kind of like Mm-hmm, like humming to myself as I walk in. I'm kind of like a mile away in another world as I start heading towards the well. Lovely. 
Kagamatsu is enjoying this sort of first day of really warm weather. And he has his pack beside him. And so when he finishes filling up his like water container, I don't know, he just takes a long drink and leans his back against the well, puts his two elbows up on it, and kind of just turns his face so that he can just kind of sun. And he closes his eyes and just enjoys it. Right. A man at rest. I take a few steps forward and I kind of like see him out of the corner of my eye. And then I like do a double take <laughs> and like see him. My eyes go really wide and I <laughs> gasp. And I'm pretty sure he hasn't seen me yet. So <laughs> I freeze for like a second and I like kind of twitch as if I'm going to keep walking. And then I try to slowly turn around and walk back the way I came without him seeing me. <laughs> <laughs> Can we say that you like step on a twig or something? Yeah, of course. Yeah, right. I think I really I start to turn around and I think the wicker at the bottom of my basket like finally gives and all these roots just like you drop a bunch of onions yes all these onions come like pouring out of my bag and just rolling around at my feet and i just stop and stare down at them in abject horror he's gonna walk towards you and start picking up onions uh i bow i just bow and hold the bow he's going to pick up all of those roots and he's holding them in his arms and looking at you as you are like not looking at him and he says do you have anywhere to put these um, just, I would say in the basket, but my basket has broken. I apologize for the inconvenience. Aww. All right, fine, roll. Okay. <laughs> Dang it. He did it. Send it to win it. Uh, wow, this is pretty good. And 11 is 21. Oh my God. Jeepers Are creepers. any of those sixes? Nope. No. Really? Nope. Wow. Um, which is he's rolled six good. dice as well. Yeah, I, all I have is innocence. Most innocent. All I have is my innocence. Uh, so he looks down at you, and he says, "You know," and his voice just gets a little bit less gruff when he says, "Please don't worry. Just hold your hand there." I slowly he, offer my hands, and he he gives you back the roots, Thank and your you. hands are so close to touching, but they do not touch. Are you gonna shoot for another? <laughs> Um, Burn in hell. <laughs> stop, stop this fighting. <laughs> Girls. Kagamatsu, he just flipped me off. <laughs> he, he's almost touching my hands. Uh, you can keep your saucy elbows that you showed him. Uh, do you want to shoot for another affection? Of course him. I do. He looked. Uh, I'm going to shoot for a smile. Okay. Ooh. All right. He hands you back your roots, and the two of you are just standing in front of each other on this beautiful spring day. Yes, uh, I just say, um, thank you. I Again, I apologize. It looked like you were enjoying the weather, and I didn't mean to take your attention away. He looks away from you and back towards the well, and he says, if you listen, you can hear the thaw. This is such a quiet village. I just close my eyes and listen, since he bade me <laughs> to do so. My my ears are bright red, by the way. I'm just like blushy. Just, just roll. Okay. Just, just roll already. I did roll a six, so I scratched that. Mm-hmm. Um, that is nine and seven is uh, 16. You're standing there with your eyes closed and listening. And sure and I, enough. I you... smile as I'm listening. 
And because you can hear that kind of slight, crinkly, dripply sound of the very, very first thaw on a sunny day in spring. And when you open your eyes back up, he has just the slightest smile as he's looking Yay! down at you. A smile just for me? <laughs> Should we wrap things up there? Mm-hmm. You, you sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see. How, how, how do we fade out on that scene? I just am still smiling with my eyes open as I face him. And then I realize I'm just looking into his eyes and smiling. My eyes go white again. And I bow really quick. And then I say, sorry again. And then I shuffle off towards the apothecary. And by the time you look behind you, he's picking up his bags from beside the well. And maybe like the last shot of the scene is just like a little bit of that thaw. We see a few drips coming off the edge of the snow on one side of the well. <laughs> Jerry, do you want to go next or should we? Uh... I'll go next. Okay. So minor, just minor bookkeeping to make sure I've got this straight. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm down two fears. That's right. Uh, and I get to put an X into uh, smile and kind word, correct? Well, can we do a quick check on the love that we all have? Nice yeah. try. Yeah. Nice try, dingus. <laughs> <laughs> I somehow got 10. Said a word. Jerry's very popular with character with like when they released the concept art, everybody latched on to Jerry. Yeah. Jerry. The thing Jerry's mechanics are specific in that they start with high love and then slowly <laughs> shrink away. You can only lose it, man. <laughs> so I think you only put the X. Because I only gain one affection, right? Or do I get them both? So you lose two fear. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I know that you lose that affection if you fail it. But I think you can actually get multiples of them. So let me confirm. Oh. oh wait, so That's can, a game changer. I thought once you, you, get, you like, did one compliments second. in other scenes. One second. Because I was like strategically trying to like, I how want... am I going to do some of these higher things? Yeah. Tons of compliments. Give me compliments. <laughs> Give me compliments. <laughs> Liz Anderson's new single. Oh, it's already oh, a it's single. Real, yeah. yeah, it's a real thing. Oh. We live <laughs> on the internet. Very yeah. good video, though. Good very yeah, quality. Yeah. Our team is familiar with the good. internet. Our village is very fast <laughs> the internet. Well, I'm yeah. too busy wrestling goats. <laughs> <laughs> so I there's it's essentially just kind of this weird thing where like it says mark it off, like exit off if you fail at it. Mm -hmm. oh. oh, so you can't try it again? So you can't try it again if you screwed up, which is... Uh, like super brutal, but uh, this game kind of is. Mm -hmm. um, but I would recommend putting like a little circle or something in there to say attempted, to say succeeded, because only if you succeed at that affection, or no, actually, you know what? Put an X if you succeeded at the affection, but cross it out if you failed at it. Because what the X indicates is that you now have access to the desperation above it. Oh. Or the desperation God, right next to makes, it. I didn't understand that until just now. And I thought it had to be the same scene. And it was like, oh, I was trying yeah. to do some mental gymnastics yeah. to figure out how that worked. But no. this makes so much more sense. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But so now in a future scene, James, or should I say Nari, can attempt the stolen glance again even though it's already been done right yeah i mean okay. it's gonna get repetitive and not fun for either of us but if well, you wanna... i don't know alex i think i can uh, work in stolen glances uh, fair pretty... enough <laughs> at the end of the day you want that promise made oh, i'll get the promise <laughs> okay good to know <laughs> <laughs> so jury what affection are you thinking of going for so i think jury is a little bit like where her character is at right now 
is going to try something out of her wheelhouse just because like we've all collectively decided like we have to get this guy to stay here with using our feminine wiles but that's not never something that she's been good at but she thought okay i can i can use my wiles i guess and so she's gonna try something that she's not necessarily good at this first time just to see what happens and that's why like if and when we get to more scenes she'll start getting more comfortable with herself and trying Mm -hmm. to just be herself but this is what she's just gonna start out here so i think he's coming to the hot springs to like wash up well well oh no Mm. no 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 you can't you can't you don't get to I know. say I where I, I forgot it's really hard right yeah. uh, so you just get to say what affection you want i'm going to shoot for a uh, uh, a shared moment okay Whoa. yeah nice. okay. i know okay interesting go big or go home and i'm probably going to go home <laughs> <laughs> so let's see what are some things about jerry we know that she runs the hot springs mm-hmm. loves gains of sweet gains. That's true. Only the sweet ones. Yeah. I think Kagamatsu has been in the village for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And although he's technically part of the warrior class, he's still a ronin. So like, mm-hmm. it's not like he is of particularly high status and certainly doesn't have any money. I mean, if he's not working for like a daimyo right now. Mm-hmm. So he is earning his keep at wherever it is he's staying by chopping wood. And so I think it's dawn, and you come upon a shirtless Kagamatsu chopping wood. Ah! Damn it. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so flustered. <laughs> uh, so is uh, up early, like she always does. She gets up early and tries to uh, work out, just enjoying the, the mountain springs where, where she lives. And so she walks past a clearing and sees Kagamatsu like... <gasps> gas and kind of hides against behind a tree and tries to figure out what she wants to do normally she would just go out and try and like make him laugh or just start a conversation about what a beautiful day it was but she wants to try being like what she thinks is going to be attractive to him and so she comes out in the clearing and just acts surprised like oh i'm so sorry i'll leave oh i apologize sincerely i'll get out of your way he stops and turns and looks at her and throws the hatchet he was using over one shoulder. <laughs> and uh, he's looking at you and he has his brow knitted. This is probably the most that anyone has talked to him. Oh, it's, uh, I, my name is Jerry. I run. Oh, you don't need to know my name. It's it, your Kagamatsu. He interrupts I know that. you. I'm so he sorry. interrupts you to say... From the hot springs? <gasps> yeah. Uh, if you... Do you want to go to the... I have... Uh, oh. He turns back to his chopping and says, I was thinking of stopping by and returns to his activity. Uh... Uh, Drew tries to get herself together like oh we'll give you a free massage please roll look at the balls head. on jury <laughs> heckin big balls uh, I only <laughs> I only have two innocents why did I do this why did you do it uh, a shared moment okay nice. <laughs> this is gonna go poorly Yep. Oh, oh Liz. no. <laughs> no, Liz. That's just about the worst That's a you can two. do. 
he stops like like that like his hatchet falls and it's sort of stuck in the chunk of wood that he's been cutting and and then he resumes and he is just not looking at you I don't know if there's anything else you want to add to that scene, but I think absolutely it's an okay. Not. <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely not. Shuri has never felt this way in her life. She has Aww. never been embarrassed in her entire life. So she just like runs. She books it all the way back home. Is just like never been so mad at herself in her entire life. So she she just starts going. She just goes home. Oh, oh, oh that's so sweet. Gosh, sounds like. Poor jury's got no chance with Wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm in the devil. No, she's a sweetheart. This is me. This is me. It's Wayne. <laughs> well. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry. We'll be back next week with more Kagamatsu. If you're looking for other great gaming shows, be sure to check out one of the other programs on our network, like Design Doc. Join hosts Hannah Schaefer and Evan Rowland as they redesign their first role-playing game. Design Doc is an experiment in public participatory analog game design. It's fun, it's messy, and you're invited along for the ride. And you can always find more great gaming entertainment over on our Twitch page at twitch.tv slash oneshotrpg. As always, we end one shot with a call to action, and this week I'm making just a general call asking people to call their representatives about an issue they care about. Folks, with election season past, it's normal for people to dial back their political involvement. However, there are still a lot of people who are in crisis, and they could use your advocacy. Taking some time to call your representatives to voice your opinion about an issue you care about can help influence the national conversation. When I call my representatives, I use a site called fivecalls.org. That's the number five, calls.org. There, you can find issue summaries of different issues affecting the world, along with contact information for your representatives, and a script to read while you're on the phone to help you make sure you get your point across. Calling is quick, easy, and it can make a huge difference. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.